Juan Soto is one of the most polarizing players in the MLB. But was Soto's down season last year the start of a downward trend or just an outlier bad year? We'll discuss that and more on today's action-packed episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source for fantasy baseball knowledge, and I'm your host, Dominic Martino, here as always with my brother, my co-host, Matthew Anne. Yo, yo. You can find us on all social media platforms and podcasting apps. Just search for Locked On Fantasy Baseball, and we'll be there. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and comment, especially on YouTube, because we love to talk fantasy baseball with you. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel is the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more and visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started today. And guys, real quick, if you're a fan or even if you're new here, Matt and I uh, just are kind of asking, you know, we're, we're getting very close to the thousand subscriber mark here on YouTube. So if you uh, aren't already subscribed, please hit that subscribe button. And uh, if you could suggest us to a friend or two or three that's a fantasy baseball player or just a baseball fan in general, we would truly, truly appreciate it. We have some giveaways upcoming this year, a lot of fun stuff. And, uh, you know, as I said, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball. And uh, make sure your friends know about us. On today's episode, though, Matt and I are talking about early spring training standouts. I know everybody is dying to get that uh, spring training news going on. And Matt and I are here to provide you guys that. And Matt has somebody, uh, that one of his boys, that he uh, wants to lead off with today. So, Matt, my brother, go for it. Yeah, I mean, he's my one of my favorite players. That's Mr. Juan Soto. If you haven't been following spring training, I think you start need to start at least following Juan Soto. <laughs> yes, sir. It's been absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it's only been eight at-bats in three games, but he just seems like a completely different player from last year. And I'm going to read off what he did this year, what he's doing this year, and then I'm going to read off what he did last year and why, why this is just so surprising for us. So to start at, within eight at-bats, he had two runs, two singles, three tri- three doubles, one home run, six ribbies, and he has a stolen base, and he's batting 750 right now. And I just I- – I'm blown away. Like, that's incredible early spring numbers for a guy coming off cold and, you know, just getting ready to rock. And now let me read off last year, and then I'll, I'll, read you, I'll tell you all about the whole story of why, like, what's been going on, why these numbers are so – like man, so last year he had 524 at bats. He had 93 runs. He had 27 home runs, 62 ribbies, six stolen bases, and batted 242. Now, those numbers are not Juan Soto numbers. Those are numbers of a dude who's on a terrible, terrible organization who finally got traded and then had to adjust to a whole new city and and moving his family and all this to on top of being unhappy and getting out of his current situation. So I think that what we're seeing now is more indicative of him returning to his great status of where he could have been one of the top, you know, two, three, four players in fantasy baseball period, because 
what Juan Soto could do in his like normal season when the guy's happy and he, you know, wins a World Series, we'll say, you know, like we'll go, we didn't win a World Series in 21, but 21 was an absolute great season, right? So in 502 at bats, he had 111 runs. He had 27 home runs. No, sorry, 29 home runs, 95 ribbies. He, and this is just a fun fact. If uh, you know you guys play in a walks league, he had 145 walks. <laughs> he had nine He's a master. Yeah, he had nine stolen bases, and he batted 313. He, the guy's a 287 career batting average guy, and I think that you know he's probably more of a 300 as he gets a little bit more time because he's only yeah. been in the big since 18, and the guy's like 23, 24 now. Yeah. Happy birthday. Um, you know, he's still he's still not even in his prime years yet. So, like, you know, the sky's the limit. And I think that Juan Soto is about to return to be the monster of all Sotos. Yeah, man. Uh, you covered him very well. I'm just gonna add my little two cents here. Uh Soto also went two for three today, which is um Thursday. So he's just adding to that monster spring training stat line. Uh, as we you know in the intro, you know, the question was is uh Juan Soto's last season from last year is it a start of a trend or is it just a outlier bad year and i'm all aboard on the outlier bad year uh, in 2020 he had 351 as matt said i think soto is way closer to a 300 career hitter than you know the 287 that he has so far i currently have juan soto sixth at outfield currently uh soto is coming off of the board as the um, I have it here. Just give me one second. Soto is coming off the board as number four outfielder, pick seven. And I'm probably going to trend closer to that as we get closer to the season because Juan Soto is just arguably the best player in all of baseball. Let's move on to somebody that is not arguably one of the best players in all of baseball, but somebody that, you know, is a very interesting young player, and that's uh, Jared Kelnick. So Jared Kelnick has that big two home run game in spring training. So far, he has four hits out of 11 at bats. He's hitting 364, three runs, four RBIs, uh, three strikeouts as well. But you know, strikeouts aren't always gonna aren't always gonna kill you, as we know some of the best players in the league strike out a lot, and you know it, it, it's okay. Now Kelnick was a very very high end prospect. He might have even been the number one prospect at some point, if I remember correctly, and he just hasn't hasn't shown it at all so far. In his career, Kelnick has played 147 games over two seasons, two seasons, 500 at bats, 61 runs, 21 bombs, 60 RBIs, 11 steals, and a, a measly 168 batting average. Now, I I have Kelnick buried. I'm probably gonna wind up moving him up, but let's see where I do have him. Oh God, I have to keep scrolling. I don't like that. Uh, did I? I moved him up to 65 actually. Now, uh, I think 65 might be around right. But let's see where he's coming off of the board right now. I bet you it's lower than 65 because um, I don't think anybody is really drafting Kelnick thinking that he's going to do much. Wow, I can't even find him here. He's probably buried somewhere here in the hundreds, but that ADP might move up you know, with a nice spring training. But if you want to grab him as one of your last picks, you know, Jared Kelnick, you could take the shot on him. He's on a very, very good team there in Seattle, you know, with Julio, Teoscar, uh, Suarez, and the rest of them boys. I, I think there's still upside in there. I don't think we're going to have the book written on him at only 23 years old. Yeah, the only thing I'm going to say about Kelnick is, you know, don't buy the hype either, right? Let's be, Let's have a reasonable approach to him. Yeah. You know, like if he starts shooting up the board where he starts hitting in the, like – 
on um over pick 200, that's when I'm going to say pump the brakes. And I'm not willing to pick him up unless he's like my one last one one of my last two picks in the draft. Like, and yeah. when I say last last two is because if I really want him and I want him before I know somebody else is going to try and pick him with their last, I'm going to just going to scoop him up that round before. But other than that, I'm going to you know you know take a very conservative approach with uh, Kelnick because you know he could have a lights out spring and then comes comes time for guys to stop throwing their junk ball stuff and or trying their new their, yeah. uh, their new pitches. And also all the guys that come back from um, WBC and that are all really warmed up and it all could fall right out from under them and then it could be over. So I'm not over investing. I'm just going to have a reasonable approach. The reason why he's on this segment is just to say, Hey, he's doing really good. Yeah. Just keep your eye on him. Exactly. I'm at real quick. He's, mm-hmm. I found him pick 72 right now, according to ADP. No, I mean, sorry. 72nd outfielder, according to ADP pick 308. You can get him as your last pick. You know, that's a definitely, definitely a solid, solid spot to get him. Before we move on, though, uh, we need to talk about Bill Bar, guys. You know, come on. If you're like me, you have a full-time job. You hit like to hit the gym sometimes, but you need a quick snack that isn't high on calories but still tastes great. Uh, then you got to try Bill Bar, guys. Come on. I've been telling you for weeks now. If you haven't tried a Bill Bar yet, it, it's on you. It's at this point. Uh, I'm not sure how Built Bar does it, but these bars taste delicious while maintaining amazing macros. What's even better is that they are healthy for you. Built Bars only have 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, but with a whopping 17 grams of protein. They also come in unbelievable flavors like cookies and cream, double chocolate, coconut puffs, and churro. And the best part is now you don't even have to wait around to get a box because for years we've been talking about only being able to get your Built Bars at Built.com. But Built Bar has expanded and now you can go to your local Walmart or Sam's Club and get you a bunch of boxes of Built Bar in all of their amazing flavors. Well, guys, uh, you know, we're going to move on here and uh, we're going to talk about the last guy here in our first segment. It's Brett Beatty. Brett Beatty is another one of these uh, young kids that – um you know, came up last year and he kind of, you know, he, he, in his, I know in his first game, he hit a home run as Matt and I were doing a podcast and we got all excited. We were like, this is it, you know, the, the coming of Brett Beatty, but right. You know, he didn't really pan out. He played 11 games before he got hurt last year. It was uh 38 at bats, four runs, two bombs, five RBIs, and he hit 184. But, you know, I don't think that's really what that Beatty, Brett Beatty is because in the minors, he was absolutely dominant last year. In the minors, Brett Beatty last year, 95 games, 362 at-bats, 76 runs, 19 bombs, 60 RBIs, and he hit 315. So he, he's a guy that has a lot of power. And I think if he winds up getting a spot there with the Mets, I don't know where they're going to put him right now because that lineup is a little bit you know, kind of stacked out at the moment, but he could win a DH job. Maybe they try him in the outfield, but he's raking right now in spring training. Right now in uh, spring training, Brett Beatty has one bomb. He has, uh, he's hitting a 444, three RBIs, and he's looking pretty solid. You know, I mean, if he makes the team, I think he's definitely worth a shot. He's somebody you could take once again with one of your last picks. I'm keeping an eye on Brett Beatty here during spring training. Just to see if he winds up winning a job. If he does, I'm taking him on one of my last picks, and I'm gonna gonna ride the wave because I think Brett Beatty has a lot of upside. Yeah, I mean, all he has to do is beat out Eduardo Escobar, and he pretty much has the job at third. Um, now, I mean, defensively, I don't know how Beatty stands, and that could be what's holding him back from playing. Decent defense. 
yeah, so we'll see how that all pans out as spring training goes on with Escobar and other moves, like Dom said, DH and whatnot. Beatty's great. I really love what he's doing. Um, you know, it's a wait, waiting game. Last pick of the draft seems fun to me. But let's move on to a another guy. Reed oh, De- my dog. My Reed dog. Demeters. Um, Detmers, Detmers. Detmers. I always do this, guys. I'm going to never call him by his <laughs> real name. All right. Wait, that, that might just be his nickname now is Demeters. Demeters. Demeters <laughs> running. Demeters running. I love it. That's great. Whenever we talk about him now, that's what I'm going to say. Demeters running. Demeters yeah. running. Demeters running. And Love that. Love that. You know what? So far, he's been showing him off, showing off, um, you know, a little bit of a, a little bit of show this year. I'm liking what he's doing in two innings so far in spring. He got the W. He gave, he got five Ks. Gave up no runs. Like that's really nice. That's what you're looking oh, for in a, in a young pitcher that's going to be that you want to count on and be able to get at a good price. Deme- uh, the meter is just going to be going to be decent. I'm just trying to get his baseball reference real quick up meter here there we go how you doing so the meter last year had a decent year i mean it wasn't like blow you away or anything of the sort but he did have a 377 era he had 129 innings he had where's my case here i apologize ladies and gentlemen let me just roll up <laughs> here we go he had 122 strikeouts and he had a whip of a one two which is a little high and seven wins now I think, I think honestly, for the first time breaking 100, because the season before in 2021, it looks like he got a cup of coffee, got 20 innings, and, you know, had a 7-4 ERA. I feel like he corrected whatever needed to be corrected in the offseason and then said, hey, here, I'm here to stay this time. So what he could do is build upon this and kind of take it to another level. I think he can probably get to a K per nine, and I think that he could probably get that down to a 3-6, 3-5 ERA and just, you know, be that guy because in the minors he had a three a three nineteen ERA and he was a well well over a K per nine so he had sixty two innings and then one hundred and eight strikeouts in twenty twenty one in the minors so I think we could return to see something of something similar now read Demeters I don't know where you're drafting him or how you're looking how people are looking at him I'm not, I don't have him at like rambunctiously high the nickname might bump him up for where me where do you got him where do you got him at uh, let me see where the meter's running. Where do you got him while I'm looking? I have him at number 65 overall, and I'm I'm gonna wait for you to tell us where you have him ranked because I have a little rant coming on. You know, I, I'm I, I like we, we we try and keep things short over here, but this is one guy I, I do have a little rant go, coming up on. Uh, I have him. I have him buried. I don't even want to tell oh. you. All right, so we're gonna you're gonna fix that. I know I know you're gonna yeah. fix that, especially after this rant. So let me do the rant here, and I'll, I'll try and keep it quick. So the thing with Reed Detmers is on May 10th, he threw a no-hitter last year. I don't know how many people actually know that. He threw a no-hitter against Tampa Bay, nine innings, no hits, no runs, only two strikeouts. But sometimes when you're throwing a no-hitter, you just you got to do what works. If you're not striking guys out and that's working for you, by all means. But as Matt told you, uh, Detmers in the minors was a K per nine guy, well over a K per nine guy. I Matt gave you his stats on the season. I'm going to give you this. He had eight starts from July 8th to August um, 26th last year. Over that time, Detmers, 45 innings, 55 Ks, a 197 ERA, and then the whip was like a 105. Uh, I mean, he showed he showed the brilliance. I think he tired down towards of the end of last year because then he had a couple of 
After that, he had a couple of foreign run starts. But once again, Reed Detmers was 22, 22 years old last year. First you know, full year in the bigs. He's going to be 23 this year. I think he's somebody that you should be targeting toward the ends of your draft. Reed Detmers is currently coming off the board as the 63rd starting pitcher. Picked 226 overall. I'm kind of right in sync there with um, ADP. I might have to move him up a little bit more because I, I definitely somebody I want on all of my teams this year. I think Detmers could just be in for a huge, huge year. Don't forget, he's on the Angels. He gets to learn from Shohei Otani, who is one of the best pitchers in the league. And uh, the sky is the limit for the kid. But uh, let's move on here. Hopefully, I, I kept that uh, quick enough for everybody. Uh, next up, we're going to be talking about some pitchers who have made a lot of noise so far. Mary, we already talking about them. Uh, I'm a little, I'm a little <laughs> excited here. I'm a little riled up. I'm a little bit riled up at the moment, if you can't tell. But let's move on to our next guy, and let's talk about Lance Lynn. So the thing with Lance Lynn was he he came into the year a little bit banged up, uh, more than a little bit banged up, actually, because he didn't pitch for, I believe it was at least a, a month or two. Matt, right? Uh, you had him. I know. Was it a month or two months? It was, it was like two and a half. Okay, so it was like two and a half months, and he was out with um, – he had, he had surgery to repair a torn tendon in his knee. Okay, the uh, torn meniscus. Okay, and he was out from the beginning of the year to looks like uh, June. So, yeah, he did miss quite a bit of time. And when he came back, you know, it took him a little bit of time to ramp up. You know, Lance Lynn is a, a little bit older, and, you know, you got to, you know, at what, how old is he? Thirty. He was 35 last year, 36 this year. And his numbers on the year weren't weren't really terrible it was uh eight wins seven losses 399 era 21 starts 121 innings 124 k's and he had a 113 whip now lance lynn's been good for a long time so he's not somebody that i'm just like glancing all for you know if, if you weren't paying attention you might look at those numbers and just say oh well lance lynn's uh you know getting towards the end of his career he's a little bit washed up but let's do this let's do it from when he really really got on a roll last year so that was from August 3rd to October 2nd, 12 starts for Lance Lynn during that time, 74 innings, 75 Ks, 2-4-3 ERA, and the whip was right around one, like a one whip. So Lance Lynn is, is definitely somebody that you could take a shot on. I currently have Lynn ranked. Where do I have Lance Lynn? I have him at 39. And let's see where he's going as far as ADP goes. 41, so I'm a little bit higher than ADP. Uh, pick 134 for Lynn. If you can get Lynn around your five or six starting pitcher, that's probably where I'm throwing the dart on him. But now that I'm looking, there's a lot of guys around him that I do like, like Tony Gonsolin, Lazardo, Freddie Peralta, Joe Ryan. So maybe you don't want to take the risk on him there. But if he falls a little bit in drafts, he's definitely somebody I wouldn't mind having on my team. I mean – Lynn is only one year removed from having that great yeah. 2020, 21, 2020, wow, what year are we in? 2021. <laughs> and I mean, he, you know what? For a guy that started off slow coming off with his planting knee being torn and then figuring it out, he didn't end the year bad. So I can't really get mad at what he did. I have him as my 38th pitcher. I'm okay with him as like oh, my man. four. You know, I, I'm, I'm really okay with it because in 2021, he had 157 innings pitched. He had 176 strikeouts. He had a 2.69 ERA, and he had 11 wins. Like you can't really ask for more than that. When and with a you know also a one a 107 WHIP, right? You can't really ask more for that. And I don't think that nothing that you know having him as your four is bad. 
It's just that injury killed you because you were draft. We were drafting him in the top 15 last year. I drafted him yeah. 15 minutes before he got hurt. <laughs> yeah. 15 true. minutes. And it was, it was just brutal. So, you know, I, I just, whatever me and Lynn have a, have a troubled relationship. Let's put it that way. And it's putting it lightly. Matt, real quick before we move on, do on. you have his spring training stats there? I have uh, three innings, four strikeouts, one run. I think that's accurate. I know you have a little yes, bit that of is, better that source is, than I. That do. is the exact okay. ones. So yeah, and, he's look he's looking pretty. He's looking back to Lance Lynn so far. You know, yeah. if he's already throwing three innings at his first start, you know, I mean, yeah. he's looking very Lance Lynnish. Also, too, before we move on and get the rest of these pitchers out here and cover the rest of the show, we do have somebody else to talk about, and that's Fandle. Here at Lockdown, we're super excited about our new sports betting partner, FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now it's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers getting no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if first bet doesn't win. Just download FanDuel, FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from money lines, points scored, and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine uh, your bets for a bigger chance of the same game parlay. So don't. Don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets back when you download FanDuel.com forward slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com forward slash locked on. Get started today. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. And without that, without further ado, let's keep this party going. And uh, let's talk about Yusuke Kakuchi. He's another one. Ooh, well He's said. An- yeah, I got. I could do the Japanese and and the yeah, Asian. That, just, that's what made me laugh. <laughs> I was like, I, you can't say Reed Detmers, but you say Kikuchi. I was bro, like, the right, meter's just running, bro. It's just a can. Yeah, the, the meter's running, guys. You know that's gonna be the you know I, that would be cool on a shirt. Like it says, the meter's running. It's got like a little meter with yeah, him on bro. the shirt. That'd be cool. I'd rock that. Oh hell yeah, I might have to get that done. But um, yeah. yeah so let's talk about Mister Kikuchi here. You know, he, he's an interesting case because to be honest. Everybody thought he was going to have a little bit better of um, of at least last year, right? Like, you know, without... Everybody was going to have a better career. Well, yeah, that, that's <laughs> to you. Right. And, but, I mean, it's only been a little bit. He's been the big, what, four, four years. years, and he's how old? Oh, wow, he's old. Two this year. Thir- yeah. yeah. So, he, I forgot. He came over from, the, from overseas, so there's not much yes, we could sir. say. But, I mean, uh, it's just... It, it's a weird scenario. I mean, his his start year of his best year is where he had a 4.41 ERA, and last year he had a 5.19 ERA. Like, I just it, it's it's very troubling as to what's going on and what what maybe he finally adjusted, but I don't think it's that. I just truthfully think that you know he is just finally just going to show a little bit, get everybody really hyped up, and then just break everybody's heart once the season starts. But that's just me. And let me read off what he's doing just because reason why we're highlighting him. He had four innings pitched already in two games, and he had seven Ks. And he gave up no earned runs in two starts through four innings. That's really nice. And, you know, it's over a K per nine. And I just don't for it, see it lasting. I think this is fool's gold. But we have to highlight him because he's doing good. If you want to take him with your last draft and see if this is not fool's gold, and maybe you can laugh in my face, go for it. But I'm going to tell you right now, just be careful. Don't draft him high. I hope I hope uh, nobody falls for this. I have Kikuchi buried. He's like my 80th pitcher, so you know I wouldn't even I wouldn't even sweat him. Yeah, Matt, I'm kind of on board with you. You know, some guys were pointing out because we love them. Some guys were pointing out, as Matt said, 
probably fool's gold here with Kikuchi. Uh, in your AL onlys or your deep 15 mans, uh, Kikuchi's coming off the board as number 118 starting pitcher, pick 432 overall. So it's literally, you know, as my brother Matt says, free 99, and there's there's the hater age for Kikuchi. You know, Matt's Matt's bringing it back out. He he's promised me and the fans that he's going to break out the hater rate a little bit more this year because when Matt gets on the hater rate rants, I I I know I tend to enjoy them. Well, but we might yeah, have to have a whole podcast dedicated to it. <laughs> yeah, we could do a haterade podcast. I actually like that. That's probably a solid idea. I could just hate but, on the world, but let's go. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, guys, that's pretty much what Kikuchi is. I'm I'm not falling for it. I have him buried somewhere like I don't like maybe like 150. I have to, I I have to look. I don't even he might not even be on my starting picture ranks, to be honest. But let's move on. Up next, we have a few more bats that have been looking very, very good this spring training. And uh, you know, let's uh let, let's get let's get into them. Let's get into them. So the first guy here is uh Ronnie, I believe it's uh, how let's see if I can get how this is pronounced. He's a young prospect for the Mets, and uh I, I, I had it down earlier, but uh let me see if I can get this kid's last name correct. Bear with me one second as I pull up his uh his baseball reference page, which actually uh, gives you the uh, page, which gives you the <laughs> pr- pronunciation of their names. So it's Ronnie Mauricio. Ronnie Mauricio. He's a shortstop prospect for the New York Mets. This kid is in his man body already. He's 6'3", 222. I threw him onto my prospects rankings after I saw what he's doing this spring training. And I'm going to let Matt handle that one for you because Matt's got the Matt's got the goods as far as the spring training stats. So, Matt, if you want to have that ready for when I pass it over to you, I would truly, truly appreciate it. I already got but it let's, up. I was looking at him let, today. Yeah, that, that's, my, that's my brother right there. We're in sync. So let's go at what um you know uh, Mauricio did last year in Double A with the Mets, 123 games, 71 runs, 26 doubles, 26 bombs, 80 89 RBIs, 20 steals, and he had 259. So maybe this kid isn't going to blow you away with the batting average, but there's a lot of pop in the bat. He's still only going to be uh I believe he's 21 and he's turning 22 on April 4th, so he'll be 22 for most of this season. And just just a name that you need to remember, you know, uh, Ronnie Mauricio, big dude, shortstop prospect for the Mets. Throw him on your waiver wire in case he gets the call this year. If you're playing in dynasty leagues or, uh, you know, long-term keeper leagues and he's available, uh, I would definitely pick him up and just see, you know, pick him up for free 99 now. Or if you're doing, you know, a dynasty startup and your draft is coming up, definitely keep uh, Ronnie Mauricio in mind. Maybe one of your last picks. He's not too, too, uh, too much of a highly touted prospect. But he's doing well in spring training. So once again, keep keep your eye on this kid. I, I think a bright future for Mauricio. Yeah, I mean, it, it's gonna. He's interesting. I, he's somebody that came up is like, oh, I was looking for. I was looking at spring training today. I was like, oh, he's being. He's doing some cute things, and he is, he is. right right now in seven at bats. He has four runs, three home runs, five ribbies, and he's and he's batting about a four twenty nine right now, which is absolutely ridiculous, and an OBP of five hundred. Like, how you doing? Like, good stuff, but it's still early. And, you know, the, the bottom can still fall out. You know, we're, what, a week into oh, yeah. actual games. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, it's intriguing, and, you know, it's something to talk about. And the only other thing I could see is maybe I don't see him getting called up only because I don't see a place for him to play. You know, unless, yeah, yeah. like, exactly. you know, you got Lindor right in front of him. But he's somebody to keep an eye on. He's somebody that says, like, hey, Listen, we, we're gonna you're gonna ha- have our uh, draft tips episode as it gets closer to draft day, uh, draft weekend, and one of them is gonna be after the draft. You go to the you go to your uh, waiver wire and you set a wish list or a watch list, depending on what platform you play on, and 
you just you put a star next to the guy's name, and if he gets called up, boom, there you go. And you just keep an eye on him, and, you know, let's see what happens. But right now, he's interesting. All right, but let's move on here. Sorry, I didn't even change the name for you guys. Um, Let's bring up Mr. Brendan Donovan. Um, Brendan Donovan is having a nice uh, nice spring as well. I, I like what he's doing so far. Um, sorry, I'm trying to get up this and talk all at the same time. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. There we go. So he plays a he's a guy playing on St. Louis. He plays second base. He had uh, so far this spring nine at bats. He had uh, three runs, a single, two home runs, six ribbies, and he's batting three thirty three so far. I'm liking that. Um, you know, I don't really know too much about the guy other than what he's doing in spring training. So. Dom, if you have a better take on him than me, just dragging my feet, please go for it. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> I, 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 we might have even talked about um, Brendan Donovan uh, last year on one of our uh, infamous waiver wire um, episodes because he was just getting it done last year for St. Louis. As a 25-year-old, uh, Donovan got the call last year, played 126 games, 391 at-bats, 64 runs, 21 doubles, threw in a triple, five home runs, 45 RBIs, two steals, and he had 281. So now he's not going to blow you away in, you know, the home runs or the RBIs. But, hey, he can contribute in runs. He's a plus batting average, guys. Uh, Donovan stole 19 bases across 108 games, 391 at-bats in the minors in 2021. So he's got a little bit of speed to him. And also the, the cool part about if you take Donovan, he's coming off the board as number 34 second baseman, pick 314. And let me read you off the laundry list of positions that he's eligible at. First base second base, third base, shortstop, and outfield. Um, the only thing he can't do is catch and, and pitch, and uh, Donovan just might be able to do that, and we just don't know because he, he's eligible at every position under the sun right now. Definitely a guy I don't know if I'm drafting him right now. I'm keeping my eye on him in spring training. Uh, as we said, he's pretty much got the starting uh, second baseman job locked down for St. Louis, and St. Louis is a great team. Depending on where he hits, you know, like I said, plus runs, uh, you know, plus batting average. And if you get in him that late, I think it's a, I think it's a good spot for Brendan Donovan. But let's move on to our last guy here, and that's uh, Ryan McMahon with the Colorado Rockies. Now, everyone's going to be like, Dom, you know, Ryan McMahon was supposed to be so good, and he never really amounted to anything. And I'll be like, all right, I understand that. I was a Ryan McMahon guy for, for a lot of years, a long time. But, you know, last year as a 27-year-old, uh, you know, McMahon kind of, you know, played pretty, uh, a little decent, more of what we were looking for with him. Uh, 153 games, 529 at-bats, 67 runs, 23 doubles, 20 bombs, 67 RBI, 7 steals, 246. So the thing is, is, you know, he might not wind up being a huge batting average guy, probably going to be around a 250 hitter. He's got some pop in his bat. And, you know, he had uh, Donovan, I mean, uh, Donovan, um, still on Brendan Donovan. Uh, Ryan McMahon, you know, uh, 2021, 151 games, 528 at-bats, 80 runs, 23 home runs, 86 RBIs, 6 steals, 254. So he's just a solid little player, you know, and uh, I think you can get him right now. It's 22nd, second baseman, pick 215, one of your last picks. Uh, there's a little bit of upside there with him playing in course too. Maybe this is like the huge, huge breakout year that we're still hoping for for McMahon. Just wanted to highlight him because he's having a good spring training. My brother Matt is going to read you off those stats and just somebody to keep your eye on once again. You know, make make sure you know uh, how Ryan McMahon's looking headed into the season. Yeah, I mean, 
I, I'm not buying this. I wouldn't touch him with a 10 foot <laughs> Um He's that ugly gar- girl at the bar that you just wouldn't even touch if you had a few beers. Um, maybe I have maybe I have too much beer goggles on, man. Maybe I had one too many. I think you do because I just like this, possible. He does this every spring too, where like he just is yeah. he's, he's, he literally is fool's gold. But I'll read it off. He had nine nine at bats. He had three runs, three singles, a double, two ribbies, and you know he's batting four forty four. That's great and dandy, but we'll see what he does in the season. I I'm just I'm good. I'm good on it in, in his aspect. Um, I do want to highlight one more person that is on the list. Yeah, let's go for it. Um, this is a prospect watch. This is one of the top end prospects. This is Jordan Walker. Um, if anybody hasn't been following what this dude is doing right now, um, you, you need to start. He is incredible. He is probably the number three prospect going into the year. And if he continues to play like this, there's a good chance he could break camp or come up within two weeks if they want to keep the control. Um, so right now in nine at-bats, he has two runs, um, a single, a double, a home run, three ribbies, and he's batting 333. He's somebody that like I I, I am trying to snag everywhere um, in early drafts because with the knowledge, with no knowledge of whether he's going to break camp or not. And if he if I even hear that he's getting in um, going to break camp, I'm going to be drafting him pretty pretty solidly within the top like 120 range because I think the kid has all the potential in the world to be a star. So yeah, Jordan Walker is going to be great. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm a huge, I'm a huge, huge Jordan Walker fan as well. Right now they well last season, you know, the Cardinals were transitioning him from third base to outfield because, you know, they got Nolan Arenado there uh, right now. Jordan Walker is coming off the board as the 22nd third baseman pick 243 overall and that's a hell of a deal on a kid that is you know very very talented young man uh jordan walker is six foot five 220 pounds he's already in his uh grown man body uh let's just read off what he did last year uh in um, the minors last year jordan walker played 119 games 461 at bats 100 runs 31 doubles, three triples, 19 bombs, 68 RBIs, 22 steals, and he had 306. Uh, the year prior, 82 games, uh, hit 317 with 14 bombs, 14 steals. So it's a it's a very nice power-speed combo here for Jordan Walker. Then when he comes up, he gets to learn from Goldie and Nolan Arenado and just the rest of that St. Louis core, uh, who the coaches definitely know what they're doing because everyone that comes up for St. Louis is, is always winds up being at least serviceable. And the sky is the limit for the kid. I don't currently have him ranked yet, but I'm going to find a way to work him into my rankings. Once again, remember right now, Jordan Walker is only eligible at third base, but once he comes up, it's going to most likely be as an outfielder. So for this year, Walker will be third base and outfield eligible, which uh, is another boost to the kid. Not that he needs any more boost because he's already, you know, so highly, highly, highly thought of by anybody that's in the industry or anyone that you talk to that knows who he is. But now you guys know who he is if you didn't already know. So keep your eyes out for Jordan Walker. But, guys, I think that's going to wrap us up for today. Um, You know, please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. And also check out our website, which has our rankings. You can find the website in our link tree. It has uh, a little bit about us. And also you get access to all of our episodes on there. And also thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. Also, um. 
please be sure, you know, if uh, you make us your first listen, uh, listen to Locked on Reds as your second listen. Uh, Jeff Carr is the host. Jeff Carr is a very, very, um, you know, good colleague of ours, somebody who has been very helpful to us in this journey. So we definitely want to promote Locked on Reds for our buddy Jeff. You know, a uh, guy knows everything about the Reds. Not only that, he knows a lot about baseball as well. Uh, very, very knowledgeable man. So go listen to Locked on Reds. But, guys, uh, we will be back Monday with, I know, a series that everyone's been loving on Mock Drift Mondays. And, uh, you know, guys, until then. Peace.